All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello and welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. What are the Three Nose, Jason? Oh, the Mike. The Three Nose are there are no rules, no plan, and no safety net. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> you tried. You no, thought, you thought I wasn't paying attention. No, no. I asked you. I go, "Are you ready?" And I said I was. Red. But then you saw me fiddling on my phone. Well, and thought I wasn't ready. I could see the look. No, in that's not it. <laughs> I knew you were ready because then notes. you were you're getting your phone ready. Yes, because I have a couple notes. Yeah. Which so, I know it sounds dangerously like a plan, but it's not. <laughs> dangerously it's close. It's just a note. Right. Well, and besides, was... there is no rules. No. So no. I gotta can... That's distracting. It, it would be, yes. Because, yeah. damn it, we like wrestling. Well, As we'll get to eventually. We will get this, to it. We will get to it. Because we've got a special topic. Oh, yeah. But before we get to that. Before that. Well, first, let's talk about our experience. Oh, us. Yes. Well, I thought you were going to do something about our, our socials first. Oh, you want, okay. Right, we'll we'll yeah. do that, we do get that socials. out of the way. Yeah, we do have socials. Yeah. I don't know if our fans are aware that we have socials, but we right. have socials. So, you know, we have an email, of course. Everybody has email. Ours is Gmail, particularly. Number three, N-O-E-S pod at gmail.com. Shoot us an email with the comments, questions, concerns, tips, recipes, you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever you think. Pictures uh, of the fall colors. Hey, yeah, that, that's nice. I, I like Anything? I like, I like Anything? our artsy pictures. Artsy fartsy? Artsy fartsy pictures. Yeah, that, those are nice. Then, oh, you know what you can do? Uh oh. You can take those pictures that oh. are sent into our Gmail account right. and show them to your wife, and she can paint them. Hey, that's a possibility. I know, because she did some painting last, last night. night. Yes, she did. So I saw that but, picture. Okay. The main painting that Crystal has done is following somebody's like video tutorial and stuff. Yes. She is not confident in doing anything on her own. She's done, I think, two okay. things on her own, and she you can just tell she's not happy with it, you know? I volunteered to pose for her. <laughs> I don't think she's ready for that kind of still life kind of thing. Oh, I thought yet. you were going to say that kind of trauma. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, you're a sexy beast. We all know this. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, she's she's afraid to do anything on her own. Hence why she's afraid to do the commission that I've given her because Uh, there's no tutorial for it. Well, that's so... Fine. But she'll get there. She, it's, there it's a there, confidence thing. There was no tutorial for the the top of the Sistine Chapel, was there? No. Right. So but he, that was also somebody who truly considers themselves an artist. And ah, Crystal's not there yet. Who? Da Vinci? An art? <laughs> what that else? Hack. What else? <laughs> that hack. <laughs> uh, hey, did you know we're on Twitter? What? Yeah. What? Yeah, we're on what? Twitter. Yeah. No, okay. yeah, I did yeah. know because I, I You're go. You're the one who uses it. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, uh, every every now when I, when I I hop on there, I'll uh, uh, the ads that come through the sponsored ads uh-huh. or something yep. like that. I block the shit out of those. So <laughs> that's you doing that. Good. That, that's uh-huh. me. If you if you if you are ever so interested, you should go to the block list in our in the uh, 
the thing. It's just corporation after corporation <laughs> completely blocked. I might from. have to. I might have to check that out. Yep. It could be good for a laugh. <laughs> you never know. There might be that one that I think maybe we should keep that one. Uh, I think the last one that I killed was Coca Cola Canada. Nah, nah. Man. So, so yeah, our because Twitter, you're focusing on health now. Yes, trying to, trying to baby steps. No, you are focusing on health now. Yes, we're focusing exactly. on health. That's now. what I thought you said. Uh, so our Twitter handle is at again the number three N O E S podcast. Yes. Uh, so shoot us a tweet. Yep. We like tweets. Yeah. Tweet, we yeah. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And hey, did you know we were on Facebook too? I did know that. Yeah, we have a Facebook page, The Three Nose Podcast. The Three, three Nose Number three, yep. N-O-E-S Podcast. It's on Facebook. Yep. You'll find us and post all our links there. And if we talk about something that needs to be shared, like pictures or stuff like that, tend yep. to throw them up there as well. That's right. So you can find all that there. Right. Now, I know they're listening to the podcast right now, but where can other people find it? Other people can listen to this particular show on... Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. Google Play Store, you can find us in there. Okay. Uh, Anchor, anchor.fm. Anchor. That's where our, our landing page for this show, that's our, that's, if you go that, that's where the show is uploaded. That's where you dump it into the podcast that's stream and then it flows out to everywhere. Like a barrel of toxic waste, we kick it into a pristine stream and just pollute that seems kind of fairly accurate. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I said, I was just like, the more I, I went down that path, I was like, oh, that's problematic. <laughs> and then there's like uh, Pocket Cast, a lot of different platforms that you, that host podcasts. If you have you an can, app or something that catches podcasts, we're yeah, probably in it. You'll, you'll find it. Yeah. yeah. There's... Oh, I was going through some of the numbers today, and it was really interesting because we really have not caught fire in Canada yet. Really? Really. <laughs> so I know that's a shock, but <laughs> most of our listens in Canada are centered in Ontario. Not that much of a surprise. No. The big listeners outside of Canada, Germany. 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 There's a bunch of German listeners. So for whatever for, reason. So for Germany, it's David Hasselhoff and then us. I would not rank us that high. Oh, okay. Don't forget Rammstein's in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, my apologies to right. Rammstein. Uh, yeah. we, sorry yes, for stealing sorry. your thunder. You got it. Fire yes. Rammstein. I don't want him setting us on no, fire. No, no, no. <laughs> but because he might. Yeah. It was. It was interesting looking at at that. So it was, it, I think it goes like Germany, France. The United States, Ireland. Nice. And we got one more. Somebody has like randomly clicked on a link that got <laughs> our show from Poland. Poland. And I was like, I that that came up and I was like, holy hey, cr- Poland. Please. You know, I, I, I know this is going to kind of sound like begging, but any of these, you know, any listener at all, period, please, yeah. you know, shoot us an email. Let us know. I would like to know who's listening, like, you know, and what do you like about us? Yeah. You know, well, what's what's getting your attention? We ha- we, I really love to hear from some of these, the, these yeah. European countries. We have a, a South African fan that chats with us uh, quite often. Nice. Deborah Jane. Oh, yeah. I forgot she's from South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> She lives in Ontario. It throws you off. Where is she from? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Where is she yes, from? I know. Okay. See? Yes. 
But she's behind. She needs to catch up. Yes. Tisk, 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 Deborah Jean. Well, they said, we, we don't want to alienate our <laughs> listener. So... <laughs> I, I, I sent her that minute. Just, just, I, just. I did see that. I was just like, what are you doing? No, don't piss her off. She's the one that listens. So, so hey, you know what? We missed oh, something important. Yeah. yeah we missed right. our, our tradition. Well. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Careful. Oh, almost had a mishap. Yeah. All right. When you're that close there. to all the equipment. Cheers. Cheers, brother. All right. I got Fest Beer. Oktoberfest Lager from Sons of Kent. It's uh, one of their, obviously, Oktoberfest, so it's <laughs> right. it's going to be... It's a seasonal, right? It's a seasonal, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm still drinking my growers. This is the Honeycrisp Apple, so... You're not going with the uh, Eden Grove? Oh, hell no. Crystal didn't even care for it. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was going to be right in a wheelhouse because of how wine-like it tastes, but yeah, no, nope. she didn't care for it, so... Now, mine has been sitting in my backpack, so there you go. I need ice. Well, so we, uh, I think Crystal and I were, were chatting for a little bit last night about... She told me. Possibly <laughs> getting <laughs> the, wine, the wine crawl going. She told me. Yeah. yeah, just after I got home and I had taken my medicine. and So, hey, yeah, last night was the uh, Chatham Kent International Film Festival. How'd that go? Uh um, a much better crowd than last year. Yeah. Um, not well, huge by any means, but still a much better crowd. Second um, year. So yep. you're, you're, you're getting return fans mm-hmm. and you're getting a little bit of word out there. Yeah. Um, and being at a drive-in, that makes it much safer than and, going and at to the, I think it was, a, what? We did at the Qantas Theater last Qantas year. Qantas Theater. Yeah. yeah. So with social distancing rules and all this other jazz people are, are like probably really dug the idea of like i cannot even leave my car yep i will be happy watch the movies mm-hmm. it's been a long time since i've been to the drive-in yeah. i forgot what kind of experience that is yeah my car is not the most comfortable for that sort of thing <laughs> um so but uh i I, did, I unfortunately did not stay the whole time i got uh, i was about halfway through the second block there's about two maybe three shorts and the last feature yeah. now mind you i've seen it all because i'm on the judging committee what <laughs> so um but uh, i was starting to nod out because i was alone i had no one to talk to nothing to yeah. keep me going and I don't do well with long drives at night to begin with. So gotcha. the fact that I was starting to not, I was like, okay, I better get going. Tilbury's <laughs> so, not that long of a drive. No, but I used to do that drive a lot when I worked at Autolive. Yeah. And it it just becomes mind-numbing. You know, it's and it's at night, so it's not like scenery is going to catch your attention or anything. Well, like that's that. the idea. So, driving at night, you know, I, there's no, there's no light. No, it's night. But it's the fact that I can get that. What do they call it? White, white line fever. The you know, or it's just hypnotic, and yeah. So I had the music blaring, the windows wide open. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's not like you were driving back from Toronto. No, but still, this is me. I'm not a night owl to begin with. Drink a coffee. I don't. Drink, do coffee. some crack. You'll be fine. <laughs> Probably could have found some of that around. Well, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So, so uh, it was good turnout. Good, uh, good, good selections. Uh, of, oh, uh, yeah. Yep. One or two that I would have liked to see different, but I was one out of 13, at least judges. Holy so cow. We have a, they had a pretty good list of judges. Yeah. So, um, so obviously I was outvoted on a couple things. 
But still, I you know a, a lot a, almost all the selections up there were ones that I really I voted for. So the fully, so the quality of the film is going to like it'll shine through with a lot of the judges. Oh, so if definitely. you if you see some of the stuff that you voted for mm-hmm. on the screen, you're gonna go. All right, we're kind of in the same wheelhouse yes. of uh, movie. Likes. There's one in particular that didn't make it. Uh, I want to say it was called The Changing Room. I could be wrong on the title. It was a, an Iranian film, which we got a lot, a few from Iran this yeah. year. Um, and the lead actress in it, which we're not sure of the name because the credits didn't specifically say who was who. It was, so it was confusing. And none of the names came up in IMDb to try and narrow it down by pictures or anything. So <laughs> couldn't narrow it down. Um, but the lead actress in that one, which... Again, it wasn't chosen, and she wasn't chosen. To me, she was an amazing actress. So, what young girl, like probably 16, 17 ish, maybe. Yeah. Um, but she she had something about her, uh, very reminiscent to me of what I've seen from Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Oh, she's got okay. a, a, an intensity, but with with that innocence, screen you know? presence. Yes, she had the whole package that I think like she could be somebody. And uh, if only could apparently nobody else put her name on the credit. <laughs> exactly. That, that is the director's fault. We had a, there, there was a few where like they had somebody win one award, but they didn't know who to give it to because the credits didn't list who it was that did the editing or something like that. Or, really? How, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have but, these people not seen uh, movies? Uh, who knows? It's, you know, they're from all over the place and. You know, Mark w- Hamill there? as Luke Skywalker. Well, yeah, so that should be common. Yes, <laughs> but I don't know. And you, you know, it's you know, it's indie film. They tend to do things a little differently with indie film. Well, okay, but I it's really, going to remain indie film if they do indie stuff, right? If you if you like move it into the professional end of the pool, mm-hmm. you're going to get more recognition. Your actresses, your actors will get awards for the shit that they've done for your film. Right. That drives recognition to your film, your directing career, your actors. Mm-hmm. I worked with them when kind of thing, you know, right. you know, like Kevin with Ben Affleck, you know, Kevin kind of helped Affleck get started. So, exactly. so you, know. you have to you you have to make it easy for people to find out who these people are that are pouring themselves into your your art. Mm-hmm. Like they're helping you create that thing. You help them by getting their name out. Yep. It's there's that give and take in there that I like a lot of indie stuff. Just drops the ball on that. Most, I think, would be a lot of the times where and people I, are like, I, I can't "Holy shit, wh- we did make a movie." Kind I can't of thing. remember which one, but there was one where, okay, I don't know why, but some of the credits, the names in the, in the credits, okay, that obviously they changed their name. So, like, why? That's weird. <laughs> I don't know why, but there were a couple. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but there was one in particular stood out that okay, obviously that's not a person's name it's mm-hmm. it's a funny silly name you know like a mike hunt kind of thing <laughs> something along those lines yeah, I gotcha. you know um but uh there is one animated uh short that we had that was like the second thing we showed that, yeah. that showed last night that in my mind i would not be surprised to see it in oscar contention down the road really and it's won a ton of awards already around the world what's the premise it's called the boy in the mountain 
The it's, boy in the mountain. It's based on a book, which is a true story. Um, I it, Leal, I can't remember the guy's first name. Uh, it's from Chile. Okay. Um, it's about a, a young boy. The art style of it has a very. Um, it, it, it finally watching it again last night. I figured out the style it reminded me of. Uh, you may not be familiar with it if you don't have small kids, but Handy Manny uh, on like Family Channel. It's 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 got like a, a style similar to that. So it's very roundish and th- a little bit thicker style. Okay. Um. So very cartoonish. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. But. Almost, but not totally cartoonish, if you know what I mean. The colors were subdued and, and natural looking almost. Not Simpsons-esque. No, yeah. absolutely not. Okay. Um, so it's, a, again, a true story about the boy. Uh, when he's growing up, he daydreams a lot, and he's, he, he pictures like a mountain. There's a rock across the street from his school that he pretends to climb like it's a mountain and stuff like that. So he's daydreaming gotcha. all the time. Well, his grades are slipping, and his his parents go and meet with the teacher, and his dad talks to him like, okay, you, look, okay dreaming is fine but if you want to get anywhere and i want you to do better than me like i want great things for you so you need to focus more on your work and 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 put the dreams aside a little bit yeah and then it shows him as he's growing up he's doing that he's working and he's not having the fun he's not going out partying at college and stuff like that but then okay he's success he's a successful businessman and you see him and he he used to daydream about mountain climbing well, he, there he is. He's now an adult. He's successful in his business. He's in a boardroom, and he's looking at a, a graph, yep. and he scribbles, like, turns the graph into mountains. He starts mountain climbing. Ah, okay. But then, So you, then you see him climbing Kilimanjaro. You see him climbing Denali is another one, I guess. Um, then he gets sick. It doesn't oh. say what, but you kind of get the impression it might be cancer. Yeah. There he is. He's been dealing with this. He climbs Everest and he makes it to the summit of Everest. And it's like, that's this crowning achievement. And apparently he still does it to this day. Like that was in 20, I think it's a 2017 when he finally climbed Everest. Oh, wow. And so he's still like, he, he, I guess he's now a professional, like takes people up. Oh, uh, guide. Yeah, yeah. I th- from the if I if I got the, the the information correct there, I think he now does that. Oh, so but it was really sweet and very you know. And I'm an emotional dude. We know this. Like, it doesn't take much, honestly. <laughs> but I was invested, and it, it's touching. And but when he reaches the summit, because you know he's sick. He's he was coughing on the way up, and right. it was the wind. The weather got bad and stuff. And but he got there. You know, it was cool. Well, and I. Honestly, I think it should. I could see it in contention. Everest kills healthy people uh-huh. all the time. Yep. So if this dude is sick and he's doing this climb, that's that's just like badass right there. Right. Again, I don't know what illness. I don't know to the extent of it. Yeah, the fact that he was still doing it when they made this, you know, I don't know, but, uh, it, it, it seemed inspirational. It's got a great message. Again, the style was, was, was really cute, but it, it worked yeah. to tell the story. I really liked it. And I, I could see big things for that little short. So this is the boy in the mountain, the boy in the mountain, boy in the mountain. Cool. All right. Yep. Might have to try and find it. Give it a, give it I a I know watch. there's a website for it, but I don't know if you can see the whole short there. Probably not if it's still going through in the festival circuit. Ah, that's true too. So, but it has a lot of laurels. <laughs> it's been around. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Cool. Very yeah. cool. But uh, other than that, yeah, it was a good night. Nice. All right. Let's get into the pain. <laughs> uh, 
So if you listened last week, you real at the end of the show, Jason and I got into a discussion about music, specifically about one song from a particular artist. And Jason Jason's son had made the bold claim that this song was a good song. Mm-hmm. And Jason had taken upon himself to say, well, I cannot pass judgment on this song because I haven't seen it yet. I right? have not heard it. I hadn't heard any bit of it. I haven't seen the video, nothing. Right. So I was in the same boat. And I figured since I have Jason here in a TV right here <laughs> with access to the internet, we watched WAP by WAP by Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Megan? Megan the Stallion. Yeah. All right. So, she was the musical guest on SNL last night. Oh. And trust me. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. Okay. So we watched this movie, this movie, this video. We, we watched, watched it. it twice because <laughs> the first one we watched was the edited. The edited air, the, the radio play one, yes. which surprised me that it made it out through. It, um, I don't think it's played on the radio at all. No. Uh, even even the edited version can't. In, in all honesty, the edited version sounds filthier. Right. Right. Th- yeah. Because uh, if, if you're not familiar, WAP, W-A-P, it stands for Wet Ass Pussy. Yeah. The edited version is wet and gushy. That sounds filthier to <laughs> that's, me. Yeah, that's, that's that, worse. You know, you, when you put the words wet and gushy together, that's on the level for some people like moist. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's the same, it's the same family. You just, you just had a handful of people just, <laughs> I know. I apologize, but that that's cringe. the only way to yeah. describe it. Yeah. So, we watched this video, which was, you know, one small step down from watching porn. Yeah. And then uh, we found the, the explicit version uh, yep, and it was yeah, yeah. music. It is music. Um, uh, is th- I I, I want to say there is a hook which I give points for because, uh, and this is going to get into what I heard from Megan the Stallion on SNL from last night. Um, and I'm hearing this with a lot of songs that are popular, quote unquote, um, because. There's no hook. There's nothing to really hold you, you right. know? WAP does have a little bit of a hook. I will admit that, but it's uh, it's yeah. definitely not going to be uh, in my airport. No. Like, it, it's not making my playlist. No, they said <laughs> the the two versions that I watched, like, I, I can guarantee you I'm never going to watch mm-hmm. either one of those versions ever yeah. again. They're, yeah. like... <sighs> Oh, we had to, okay, they had to then do the eye and ear bleach. Yes, by watching the Frog Leap Studios Leo Maricoli <laughs> metal version. Yeah, <laughs> which was I, I. I'm a metal guy. What can I say? <laughs> and you had the best suggestion of the night. Yeah. When you you suggested Tyler Momsen and Lizzie Hale. Do a metal cover of WAP, and I was like, "Yes, please." <laughs> yes, Leo's well, got to be on Twitter. Maybe we start bombarding him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You just—I I bet you could probably get a get Momsen and Hale on Twitter too. On like, can you yes. two do uh, this for us, right, please? I'm doing that. I'm doing that. When, yeah. After, start uh, in a, gonna, start in a, a campaign. Yes, a, Twitter a writing campaign. campaign yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> hashtag you need to do this. Yes. So we need this. The so, world needs this. <laughs> I afterwards after watching both of those videos, mm-hmm. the the urge to take a long hot shower over overwhelmed me. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, I I get it. I was great. We were raised listening to Two Live Crew and all this other stuff. Yep. It's whatever. It's it there's that is going to be sexually explicit music wherever you go. Yes. But it is the the projection of is this how women want to be represented? Exactly. Like I, I, oh, I don't want to. I don't. I, I, slut shaming is wrong. Right. Okay. Far be it from me, the middle aged white old dude, to go. <laughs> you, you women's shouldn't right. be doing this. But and this is going to get into what I saw from Megan The Stallion on SNL. Right. Okay. So you you, you watch what. You hear the the lyrics, okay? It, it, they like sex. Great, good on you. Do what you're gonna do. Do do what you want to do. It's your I, body. Do whatever the hell I you want to do. I'll go on record and say I like sex too. Yeah, but I'm not going to be writing a song equivalent to that. But and my problem is, and this is where it came down with Megan The Stallion on SNL. So she sang a song called "Savage," um, which, if I caught the lyrics, which it's always hard to catch lyrics with a rap song, it's hard to make it clearly what they're saying and all. Yeah, she's talking about being the bad bitch. And she's in control and she can do what she wants and all that stuff. Fine, good on you. Okay, you you know what you're gonna do with, with your with your bits. You want go ahead. You do it. You run the joint. That's fine. You do that. But when you're doing it and you're dressed in like a one piece and you're shaking your ass and whatnot, and then the song has a breakdown in the middle of the song. This is on SNL. This yeah. is now. This is being heralded as a powerful performance. I which I can get because the message during the breakdown is important. Okay, so they start playing audio. I don't know who the voice was, but it was some sort of like public speaker talking about empowerment and uh, how black women are underappreciated and all that stuff. Yeah. Not not debating that at all. Um, and, and and she threw lines about Breonna Taylor, and she threw shade at the attorney general from Kentucky in there because yeah. of how they've handled that situation. That's a powerful message, absolutely. But to me. And I know I'm not the demographic. I, I will fully admit that. But to me, if you're going to throw a powerful message, you can't sandwich a powerful message like that between booty shaking and booty clapping and talking about your junk. It is. You uh, lose. Yeah. In my mind, you lose credibility. It is. A, it is, in a sense, a hook. Like, it'll, it'll grab you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, a lot of... You're, 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 you're going to get shallow people mm-hmm. that who may not pay attention to a lot of news or what's going on. So, Oh, this chick's shaking her ass. I like that. And then in the middle of that, you get a face full of the message, right? Which uh, is not a part of the normal song. This was part, just oh, part of the SNL performance. It. To my uh, knowledge, that is not a part of the normal song. Oh, okay. I believe that was something they ad libbed as part of the SNL performance because well, the, they have the national TV audience. Right. 
So was this like was it her doing spoken word? Or uh, no, spoken not not exactly. Over? Like again, they had the other. There had, there was that voice doing the speak over, and she did say like say some things as, as part of her lyrics and all. Yeah, but no, it wasn't really her doing like a, a speech. It wasn't like that. Okay, but again, it's just it's hard to take it serious. Like right. oh, that's it's like watching porn and then halfway through the porn you get like a big political debate message or whatever right how do you take that seriously well you don't right so like but i i'm i'm torn between she can do whatever she wants with Absolutely. her body she can say whatever she wants right and also i can look at her with the way she's dressed and delivering her message, and I cannot take her seriously just by the the, the sheer weight of how she's presenting it. I I I, I would get. Well, are you familiar with Candace Owens? The name sounds vaguely familiar. She's but not really. she's a, a she's a she's a black lawyer from the states. She's a conservative. She's been on Rogan a couple times. She, Candace Owen debated Cardi B on Twitter. Okay. Candace Owen destroyed Cardi B. Not a surprise. So I, I look at this and I go, May, again, I am not the target demographic when it comes to this stuff, but I'm more apt at looking at Candace Owens and listening to her talk than I would be to the message Cardi B is trying to sell me. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it just feels like a disservice to females that they're they're fighting for their place in, in the world and they want to be taken seriously. But when Cardi B's got her tits hanging out of her suit with nipple things, I'm just like, how can I take this seriously, your message, your your, I feel like the message is being diminished by the overt sexuality of it all. I think uh, now we got to got to keep saying the disclaimers, right? Yeah. We're not the audience. We're you know we're not the target here, but I think where the problem lies is they're taking being proud of being a slut being proud of your sexuality, if you will, as female empowerment. And it's, that's not the same thing. No female empowerment is, you know, in my mind, at least, and maybe I'm wrong. My mind is the equality being treated the same as a man, not being treated any differently, same pay, all that stuff. A woman can do whatever a man can do. I'm not getting into that argument at all. No. Well, but to I, say that, you know, you know to, just to, to have a song where you're all about, you know, you like sex and you're going to do whatever you're going to do. Right. That's not empowerment to me. Just because you're proud to be a slut doesn't necessarily make it empowering. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 you know, I can be an asshole sometimes. Am I proud of it? Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what's triggering the assholedness, right? So if if it's warranted, that's not a big deal. Mm. But if you're just going out to be an asshole for being an asshole, which sake, I never do, 
No. I, I never try to be in. Well, okay, I better say not never. I allegedly do it once in a while. I'll do it in in having fun. Like, okay, okay, well, okay. That, there, that's there, different, right? But I don't do we it deliberately. All, we all have moments where we go completely sideways, <laughs> and like we want to watch everything burn. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be an asshole because you are. You're mad, you're angry, you're hurt, you're whatever, and you don't know how to handle that, and you're just going to drag everybody down to your level. That's yeah. That's about how dealing with being an asshole yep. is. And that's, I'm pretty sure, the the actual motto, the mantra, the, the whole ideology of being an internet troll. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's like a prerequisite. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As I said, I feel like shit. Oh, that guy looks happy. Bring him down. Yeah. So, Smack. Yeah. What do you think you're doing way up there? Come on down to my level. But, uh, see, I got daughters. You got a daughter. Mm-hmm. I got a granddaughter. You got a granddaughter. And to me, I, I, would, I would hold up two pictures. Candace Owens, Cardi B. I go, who do you think is a better representation of female empowerment? empowerment? (laughs) Oh. And what I would prefer as a father would be the Candace Owens camp. Girls aren't going to know who that is. No. And that's sad. And that's where Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I've always heard the name. I I'd, I'd heard things. I knew that she was an important woman and she did some important things. Yes. But being not 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 being in the states, you know, right. where our information is limited, there where our, our, our exposure is right. limited, right? right. Um, but with her passing a few weeks ago, it's been very enlightening to see just how many women did look up to her. They do see her as a, a strong role model and and so on. Um, SNL again last night, they did a quick little homage to her. Yeah. Like, didn't mention it in Weekend Update. They didn't do any bits with her. At the end of Weekend Update, as they're going to commercial, they went to the camera, the, the, uh, the crowd camera, and there was Kate McKinnon as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she just did like a like a prayer kind of motion or whatever yep. because Kate McKinnon has played her numerous times on the show, and then they did uh, Rest in Power or like a, a, a heartfelt message. And yeah. That was it. My my was, understanding, like I I'm with you. I'm I'm not steeped in my Ruth Bader Ginsburg lore, but her her being in that position on the Supreme Court of the United States. And as a, a liberal voice on that, she like was, she'd reached the pinnacle of justice. And she kept working. Right. Like, like she never stopped. No. And, and, and what some of the stuff she did, well, she earned the, 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 the nickname Notorious RBG. Because mm-hmm. she, in her field, she was a badass. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Period. Like that is the type of woman. You can ho- you can show yes a a, a a little girl your little girl and say if you work hard you can you achieve can. this level of greatness mm-hmm. or you can become a fucking Instagram influencer and show your tits and ass yep and and buy a pole and buy a pole and <laughs> it's just as 
as a middle-aged father, I would much rather have a Supreme Court justice instead of, of a stripper. So, of course, we all do. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's just my bias. I just yep. <laughs> you know we want better for our children. I, so yeah, you. I, 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 it's you just, would hope that you this, would want your just kids this, to... This line, this current thinking about WAP and Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and what they're trying to present, I don't understand the message there. No. Once again, not the demographic. It's not aimed at us. You know, that, I, would, so. I would love if any of our female listeners chime in on this, yes, on this story. Like, give us... A female's perspective of the the WAP, what it what it means to females in general, because as a male in general, I'm just like, oh no. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm and as you said, we've we've heard filthy songs. Oh like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. for decades. Uh, you know, there's been dirty songs. Two Live Crew notoriously had multiple albums. Oh, well, they, that so they, all that. They, they launched their careers being right filthy, like a, a filthy rap group. Yep. So, so you know, and, and you know, a lot, so many artists have slip a song in, like Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars has a song that, while it doesn't swear, is pretty damn filthy. Right. It's called Gorilla. Okay. And it's, it's a slow jam, and it's just talking about him and his lady and how they're a uh, you and me baby making love like gorillas, talking about taking <laughs> off their... Like, it's just, he yeah. gets into somewhat detail about just going at it gorilla style. Like, it's it, when you hear the lyrics, it sounds an awesome song. It sounds, you know, quote, quote unquote, beautiful, if yeah. you will. But it, the lyrics are filthy. <laughs> 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 you know, they, they slip stuff in like that all the time. <laughs> like, well, um, Jerry Lee Lewis, whole lot of shaking going on. Mm-hmm. Really? What? It's all about sex. Yeah. And it, they had to disguise, disguise it back in that day because there was no way it was going to get played on the air, but everybody knew. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Oh, so, yeah. When you make a song that's purely based on innuendo, people pick up on it. Oh, real absolutely, quick. <laughs> absolutely. But okay. like I said, that's that's the that's the way music has always been represented because music ha- is oftentimes used in the part of seduction. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to like, what what that's the uh, um, Barry White. <laughs> yeah, baby making music. That's yeah, what they call it. That's, that's his genre. It, yeah, baby so making baby music. Baby making music. So <laughs> that's that's the whole thing. Now I put closer by nine inch nails in that category too. By the way. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> I want to fuck you like an animal. I want to feel you from the inside. There's nothing ambiguous about those nope. lines at all. You're 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 putting it out on Front Street, and as I said, it is an absolute bloodhound gang. Bad touch. Blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the album's name was "Hooray for Boobies" for Christ's sake. Like, <laughs> so maybe, maybe this is we're making this a tempest in the teacup. But it's the fact that it's a female artist. Do you honestly, if you look back, she ain't the first. No, but but this is so it's, overt. It's, it's it, but it's not overt. It is in your face. Period. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. front street, big bold letters, 
boom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, talking about my junk. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> I, the, the title of the song, What Ass Pussy. Did, Tom, did Tom Jones ever do a song about his? Like, uh, Trouser Snake, you know? Come on now. <laughs> What's new, Pussycat? No, I don't think, no, I don't no? think so. Uh, I might be out he's, of he, he's missing. He's missing something now. <laughs> you know, he, not, he can make a big comeback right now. I have an idea, boys. <laughs> Tune up those instruments. He can. Uh, he can maybe do a. Maybe get a trio involved with uh, Liam Neeson and Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and, <laughs> Robin Thicke. Is he notoriously have a big one? I don't know. Did you not see that uh, um, Robin Thicke um, blurred lines? I've seen the video, but I don't remember seeing his junk. Okay, there's I've never heard about his junk. No, in 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 <laughs> in the video for blurred lines, uh-huh. they have the balloons. It says Robin Thicke has a big dick. Yeah, but is that true? I don't know. I've never heard that. But that's, see, you okay, hear the you, rumor mill, the pop culture rumor mill, notoriously right. talks about Tom Jones, Michael Fassbender, Liam Neeson. Somebody else's name has recently creeped up in here too. I I can't remember going into wrestling. Adam Page. <laughs> I, you know, it's you. He, we hear the rumor mills. Okay, but that's all it is. It's talk and it, it, well, not according to. Uh, Oh, Liam Neeson's is like a baby oh, holding an apple. Yeah, an old, um, was a porn. Is she porn or just a? No, she was a model. Okay, Janice Dickinson. Dickinson. Yeah, Dickinson. Yeah. So yeah, well, okay. Fastbenders apparently you can see he did a movie apparently where it, he did full frontal and you yeah, can see okay. It see, it had its own sub credit. There, there so. was there. <laughs> um. Oh, fuck. Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights. But that wasn't real. That was prosthetic. All right. So that could be Fassbender. Would be a prosthetic, too. Uh, rumor is that was not. Rumors are... But Boogie Nights was has been confirmed as a prosthetic. Sure. Okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. So, so like right. you said, rumors, rumors and conjecture... Are not I've proof. Just, I've heard the joke that if Liam Neeson and, and Michael Fassbender are at the gym together, you can hear Duel of the Fates. So... If they're if they happen to be stealing, sharing a locker room, you're stealing Ralph Garman's bits. Yeah, I know, but I know. So speaking of bits, bits. Uh, what's your what's your final take on Cardi B and Wack? again? I'm never visiting that song again. It's not going to be in my rotation. Was it a horrible song? No. Uh, it's is it filthy? Absolutely. <laughs> but it, it's not it's it's not in my wheelhouse. Let's put, no, put it that way. No. The I'm not going to give it any more time other than what I gave it. Um, I might go back to the Leo version, especially if uh, we can, if our writing campaign works. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the music, that's just for the comedy value. Well, yeah, musicality of WAP was good. Standard, yep. Standard rap song. Again, it had a bit of a hook that yeah. worked. They said it, it was catchy. It, it was it was well written. The words that they used were well written. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, not my, no, I'm not the demographic, not my wheelhouse of music. Mm-hmm. The the Leo metal cover did more for me than the Cardi B version. Sure. Yep. But that's. All right. So we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Yes. <laughs> okay. Weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. Oh, not really weird. I, I it's a, 
No, we, we have, have a lot of the same sensibilities, yeah, particularly with that kind of similar, stuff. Similar tastes. Yes. So. Now, now, we're going to switch gears. We're going to switch gears. We're going to switch gears. Because I, I gave you a challenge. You gave me a challenge. Now, I, my question is, did you make a list? No. Okay. My, my knowledge in the historic world of wrestling is not deep enough. Okay. I, I fully admit that. Brett uh, asked me, actually asked me about that. He said, did you write one too? And I'm like, no, I don't have the knowledge base to make one that would be a respectable list. Gotcha. Um, All right. Can I, can, before we do that, can I just do my one note? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Because uh, this came up a few nights ago, maybe not even a week ago. Uh, where is it here? So um, Facebook started, I don't know if this is a new thing and I just never saw it, but I started getting the, like, Facebook recommending celebrities to follow on Facebook. I think it's because Facebook is doing a lot more integration with Instagram now. Oh, okay. They well, really pushed up the, the, the integration between the two. Yeah. Okay. Well, Facebook owns Instagram. Right. So but that makes but sense. But they've closely integrated them much closer now. So it okay. started recommending celebrities to follow. So like I, like, like I saw Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I'll follow Ryan Reynolds, which... He dropped the thing today, a teaser. They're doing a new Free Guy trailer tomorrow. Oh. Um, but what he dropped today was him with a few of the other cast on Zoom mm-hmm. discussing about, well, we don't know what the release date, so they just want us to throw stuff out. So it's one person says, Free Guy coming to you this Christmas. Free Guy coming to you this New Year's. And, and Reynolds ends it with, Free Guy coming to you this Pine Cone Appreciation Day. <laughs> Pine Cone Appreciation Day. <laughs> you know, they don't know, but there's yeah. a new trailer coming. So that looks forward. Okay. So anyway, so Ryan Reynolds, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, you know, A-list Hollywood. Not, I'm not kidding. The fourth one, as I'm scrolling through, the fourth one, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Nice. The fact that Facebook's algorithm put her in that same <laughs> category as Ryan Reynolds and RDJ, I fucking love that. Yeah. She deserves it. She's an icon. She still looks amazing yes, for her does. age. Yes, she does. And I, I just had to note that and bring that up because that's bravo great. Facebook. You yeah. did something right. Yeah, your algorithm <laughs> finally hit. Yes. So. <laughs> no, I really have not noticed that there the suggestions of uh, it, it, who to follow. I think when you first open it, you'll see it after like one or two of the first newsfeed posts, okay. and then you might see it. It'll say suggested or something like that, and All you right. can scroll sideways. Well, the ones that I usually see are. Um, uh, friends, yeah, like, people you might know. Yeah, people. This I might is know. different. No, this is this is a different thing. This is like oh. like I said, celebrities. To okay, follow. no, I I have not noticed that. Yeah, so if you know when they listen to you and they know that you're a fan of Ryan Reynolds or yeah. you know, this actor or that actor, you're going to start seeing stuff. For well, this, you know? see, there is therein lies the 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 trick because I'm using a search engine. That does not track. Yes, but your phone is still listening to you. No, no, I, I get that, but it 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 doesn't. That information gets lost in the shuffle. Like my 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 searches mm-hmm. do not yield ads specific to my searches on Facebook. So it is actually okay working, which. I really love because um, it some I get some of the weirdest shit pop up on my uh, <laughs> my suggestions. Yeah, I, I I I don't do any of that. So um, I you probably saw it was Crystal's birthday last week. Yes, and you did you see the gift I got her? Uh, a cameo. 
You know that cameo app? I got her a cameo. Emmy from Japan. Yes. One of her favorite YouTubers. She is. Crystal loves her. She's funny. Like, she's cute and funny. And like some of the stuff she does is funny. Some of my favorite ones from Emmy is when she does the uh, MRE. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, reviews. Oh, so you're familiar with Emmy. Oh yeah, I know. Like as oh, soon as I saw, nice. oh that's sweet, Emmy. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I got her that cameo video from Emmy, which I pulled it last minute, like the day before her birthday. Wow. I, I I couldn't think of anything to get her for her birthday. So Monday we were driving back to Waterloo with with Xander, yep. and I'm like, I wonder. And Xander's in the back seat, and I'm like, I brought up cameo. And I'm like, okay, there she is. Hey there. And I showed Xander. And he's like, hmm, that's kind of cool. So Tuesday. I ordered it at noon, and it says it can take four to seven days. They, the the artist themselves has seven days to do it. Yes. If they don't do it in that time, you get your money back. Oh, okay. They just they hold the money until the payment goes through, right. or until the video comes through. So I'm thinking. Uh, so I, I Crystal messaged me when I was at work, asked me to pick something up, and I said, and she, but she prefaces with, "Don't get mad, but I just bought a new mirror for over the or I'm, I'm buying a mirror for the fireplace. We just bought something to put over the fireplace. Gotcha. Tally and I went through all the work of hanging it and all that, and now she wanted to change it. <laughs> okay, fine. And I said, and so I answered that with, "Well, don't get mad, but your birthday present. I I've ordered it. It's going to take a few days to come." Not that she cared. Birthdays aren't that big a deal when it comes to birthday presents yeah. between us because we buy what we want when we want, when right. we can kind of right. thing, you know? So it's not that big a deal. As long as she gets a happy birthday nod or whatever, she's mm-hmm. good. And so am I. Um, so I ordered that at noon on the Tuesday. Her birthday was Wednesday. Eight o'clock that night, I had it. Wow. So, okay. Does, when when you order the, the cameo. Yeah. You, you you can write in what you would like. You put your you put your name, and then if it's for someone, you put who that's for. And now they'll still for? send it to me. Right, still sent it to me. Is it is it emailed or is it? Uh, texted? I got it by text and email. Oh, okay. And you can download it. It is yours. You can do whatever you want with it. It is yours. That is your video. You can post it wherever. You can do whatever the hell you want with okay. it. Okay. If you want to keep it secret, you can keep it secret and keep it private. Because they'll decide to share it. That's her choice. That, that's, that's what I was curious about is oh. how how you receive the um, video. Actually, okay. I didn't get it in text. Sorry. I got the text saying it was ready. And uh, you, you get the Cameo app, and then it's there. It's, and oh. it's saved in the app. Gotcha. But I also got it via email. So, so I was able to download the video. I, I, you can download it from the Cameo app. You can download it from email. You get it multiple ways. Yep. This way, if you're on the app on your phone, you can bring it up. Or if you're on a desktop or a computer, you can bring it up that yep. way, too. So that it's very easy to use. Cool. All um, right. Pricing varies depending on the celebrity. There's right. not right. a lot of like huge, big name celebrities, but there's some cool people on there. But the pricing gets kind of... Yeah. Now, my question... I'm curious about the price and how much is a mess because it was almost a four minute message. Yeah, for Emmy, for Emmy. it was fifty dollars US. Oh, Came out to sixty eight bucks Canadian. That's but nice. I've that's seen I've cheap. seen some yeah. people that were like one hundred, one fifty. I've uh, I think David Hasselhoff was on there for like four to six hundred or Good, something. Yeah, whatever. You know, oh well, I know yeah. Kevin Kevin Smith did the cameos and he was charging a hundred dollars no, for cameo. Kev didn't do cameo. He does Kevio. They created their own because Cameo takes a chunk. No, he did Cameo. Oh, did he? Yes. Because he's not on there now. No. <laughs> he did He did a limited Cameo. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't aware. Yeah. For, he, he and I think um, 
the money that he earned, like got from the cameos, he donated it to, I think it was a, a black charity somewhere. Okay. I wasn't aware yeah. of that one. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. missed that. So, no, he, he, he did he, do a cameo. He's doing Kevio now, yeah. which is all the money because Cameo doesn't, Cameo would take a chunk. This yeah. is strictly, they set up something similar um, and they've got three different price tiers depending on how quickly you want the video. I've yeah. looked into it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and all the money is going to Josh Roush and live for their film. Yeah. Their, well, that's a new thing then. Yes. Okay. That's, so. They've started doing that. About a month ago, I think. Before they started filming. And they started filming like a week or yeah. two ago. Okay. So, yeah. it's Ke- That's Kevio. Yeah. K-E-V-E-O. That's right off the <laughs> Kevin Smith Club. Uh, there's probably a link in there. Somewhere. Probably. Yeah. All right. But, cool. Yeah, that's what he was doing on there. But, uh, yeah, I was looking. Because now, you know, it's such a cool idea where I'm thinking Christmas, you know. So, oh, I was yeah. looking up like YouTubers that Xander followed. I can't find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> I'd love to find a couple of the guys. There's a duo. Now they're separate on Cameo that yeah. Tally follows that I thought, hmm, that could be interesting, but Key and Peel? No. No. Oh. No. Uh Game Grumps. Oh, okay. Uh, uh they do game they play games and yeah, stuff, but yeah. they also do stuff where they do like arts and crafts, but they do it really <laughs> silly like they call it ten ten minute power hour. Yeah. But it's usually longer than that. But they'll like play with Play Doh and they gotta make stuff and gotcha. or they do painting, but they just make a mess and <laughs> mess with each other and it's it's, it's pretty fun. Cool. Um yeah, so very cool. So yeah, that was Crystal's birthday birthday present, and I was pretty proud of. Well, that. there you go. And I pulled you, that out of my butt. <laughs> yeah, you you won you won birthday yes. that for twenty. Oh, I scored some baby brownie points. There you go. There you go. <laughs> she so. she cried. Yep. All right. Ready right. for Time Machine Wrestling? Time Machine Wrestling. Time Machine Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To Time Machine Wrestling, Wrestling, Wrestling. wrestling. If you're, if you're going to do it, do it right. No, I'm not yeah. going to yell into the microphone. So Time Machine Wrestling stems from our conversation from a couple weeks ago where I asked Mike about uh, if he were to build a promotion, a wrestling promotion today. Right. So This I, was after I yelled at you for your yes, young bucks. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> after we got through that. Um, so Time Machine Wrestling is now I've given him... The and we were supposed to have a guest. Maybe they'll be in us eventually, and we'll get their roster. That will be uh, sorted out. There was a yes. scheduling error. Not a. We'll, we'll work that out when yeah. we can. Um, so the the criteria is you're making a wrestling promotion, but you have a time machine. You can grab any wrestler, any era, anywhere in their prime. Right. Money is no object. There, don't worry about budgetary restrictions. So I gave you the the criteria of I need uh, what, twenty to twenty five singles wrestlers. Yep, at least six female wrestlers. Yep, and at ten least tag ten tag teams. Yes, you can include managers and valets. They don't count as roster members. Right. If you want to go there, you can. And if you want to create stables out of that, that's your I, call. I, I was thinking about that. I I did not put. Managers of valets down, okay, or announcers. Well, I, I was going we'll to that put later. that in a, in a miscellaneous category because they are just as important as yes, but I don't count them as roster talent, right? Okay. I wouldn't like that's why I wanted to put them in their own separate category sure. because I'm hoping to revisit this down oh, yeah, the road yeah, yeah. I think, with like pay per view ideas. And oh stuff. yeah, so yeah, storylines. I've already sort of because you you talked about the one the one thing where you wanted me to book a championship tournament. Yes, I've already started to look into. 
uh, apps and programs about <laughs> bracketing and how to kind how of to doing brackets. like a deadliest warrior kind of right. kind of thing, you know, exactly. or so. uh, a fan- fantasy 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 football, camp, but you know? it's wrestling. Yeah. All right, so. so. Let's start with your, because you said you might have something interesting in the tag teams. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with tag teams first. Okay. All right. So my tag team aces. Okay. These, these are, these are the pinnacle as far as I'm, I'm concerned. Okay. And they would be my number one seed in anything. Okay. Okay. So my tag team ace, who do you think? I'm going to say it was a Dr. Death, Steve Williams with, I uh, can't remember who it was that he worked with in Japan a lot. Uh, Brody? Was it? Uh, no, that oh. would be Terry, Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy. Yeah. Uh, no. No? Okay. I have the Road Warriors. Nice. Really? They're nice. on my ace team. Nice. Road Warriors on my ace team. All right. Now. What a rush. Exactly. Uh, my, my. In no particular order. Okay. So I actually, I split up the horsemen. Oh. I did not keep them as a stable. Okay. Because I was thinking natural teams. Okay. So I have Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. On on my list, okay. they yep. of of the four four horsemen iterations, Arn and Tully seem to be the most natural team. Absolutely, I so, would agree with that a hundred percent. So you have the horsemen. You can't have the horsemen without the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, of course not. Right, <laughs> or the Road Warriors for that matter. Right. Oh wait, no, sorry, I'm getting my expresses mixed up. <laughs> uh, so without with. Arn and Tully in the Rock and Roll Express. You have to have the Midnight Express. Which iteration? Uh, it is Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton. Stan Lane and beautiful Bobby. All yeah. right. See, you've now just mined classic mid-80s NWA. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. You're, you're going to look at this tag team list, uh-huh. and you're going to go, oh, okay, this is Mid-South. So, yeah. uh, okay, then I have the Freebirds. Yep. They were slightly before my time, so I'm familiar with them. I saw a little bit of them, but I saw them late in there. So with the Freebirds, you get a three-man package. Mm -hmm. So you got Buddy Roberts, uh, Michael PSAs, Terry Gordy. They were interchangeable. Wasn't there a Garvin in there, or was that later? Garvin was in there later. Okay. When Buddy Roberts. Okay. Uh, See, that's the Gar- Garvin is the the version I yeah. know. No, I'm I'm thinking of uh, the Freebirds from down in Texas facing the Von Erics. Ah, okay. That's, okay. I've only heard the stories. Of, yeah. Okay. It's the okay. You have the Von Eric. You cannot make the Von Erics without the Freebirds. <laughs> That's that's the. I'm kind sensing of thing. a trend here. Yeah. You get this team. Well, you got to have this team, yeah. and then it but, just keeps trickling. Okay, so <laughs> you would think that I'm just like, I'm just going to pull tag teams out of Mid South NWA uh, from the. Definitely 80s. seems the trend. My next two teams, uh-huh. the British Bulldogs and the Hart Foundation. Nice, nice. So Giving some nod to the North. Yep. All right. So then. It gets kind of weird. <laughs> we oh uh, that look in your eye. Yeah. So <laughs> you so like, I'm still waiting for the surprise tag okay. team. So this might be it. Okay. Well, I know who it's not going to be. No. 
<laughs> um, gee, Matt and Nick, maybe? Oh, you're, you're, you're absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, I've gone ahead in time a little bit to get this next team. Okay. The Samoan SWAT team. Oh. Okay. Right. Now, who was that again? Because I get was, them mixed up. Uh, Fatu and... Not Haku. This was WCW. Oh, jeez. I don't even... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that version. Yeah. So, the, so no, you're thinking three-minute warning. Three-minute warning? Yeah. They came up with uh, Bischoff the one oh, time. Oh, okay. Okay. But when they were in WCW, they were the Samoan SWAT team. Okay. And they were... Brutal. It was fantastic. Oh. Okay, so Samoan SWAT team, uh, Warlord and Barbarian. Ooh, was, it, was, it, was that power, that was that Powers and Pain or no? Yes, it is. It is. Okay, yeah. But this is Warlord and Barbarian from WCW facing the Road Warriors. <sighs> you have the iconic. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. <laughs> you have the iconic power team of the Road Warriors going up against two dudes. Bigger than them. Yes. And they're just like, oh, this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. So here's one. Here's this is here's two two teams that might you might not think I would put on my list. Okay. The Heavenly Bodies. Really? Yeah. Dr. Tom Pritchard. Right. And Jiggle Jimmy Del Rey. Yeah. Uh, I only vaguely remember them because... Managed by Jim Cornette. Right. Wait. Now, were they a thing outside of the WWE? They they started WWF? in Smokey. They started in Smokey. Started, started as the Heavenly Smoky. Bodies? As the Heavenly Bodies. Okay. And then they got uh, absorbed by the WWE. Right. WWF. I, it was still WWF. Yeah. Yes. I only so, vaguely remember them. That was... Right. So that's an era of the WWF that tends to blur. Yes, because it was late '80s, early weird, '90s. Yeah, weird time. It was it was before the Attitude Era kicked mm-hmm. in, that kind of thing. So yeah. it was there was like, what are we doing with this promotion kind of thing? So Heavenly Bodies, the Hollywood Blondes, really, really, wow, they were stunning. Steve Austin, right. Brian Pillman. Right. That was really? a fantastic team. I remember them. I, yeah. I, I, but were they a tag team that long? Yes, like, they were. They were. Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow. Those early WCW days just kind of flew. You know, and there's some weird stuff. Yeah. It, but I, I definitely remember the Hollywood Blondes. They were a great tag team. Yep. Like you could see it then where that stunning Steve was had something yes like steve austin came out of the texas territory Mm -hmm. and he was like texas territory they work like twice a day every day of the week kind of thing so you're going to get good always heard stories that that's a very uh i can't think of the wording there was a lot of Uh, tough promote a tough area because that was uh usually uh world class what was uh fritz von eric and then you would get into UWF. That was Bill Watts. Ah, yes. So Bill Watts territory. That's yeah. the one of the most. So you're gonna, you've, you've got the Texas Oklahoma okay territory in there, and you had to be good because Bill Watts hated shitty wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So Austin got his cut his teeth in 
that, the, the Texas, uh, Oklahoma territories. That's where he got good. All right. So in my final team, mm-hmm. the Steiner brothers. Uh, that's they were a great tag team. Yeah, There's absolutely. no denying it. Nope, they, no denying they it. So, so yeah, the surprise team I would say was the Hollywood Blondes. Honestly, yeah. that they never even registered uh, because to, in my mind they were such a short-lived tag team. They had they had championships. They oh, they were I, like I they, know they held the titles at least once right. that I they, can recall. But this they, is why I didn't pl- do this because I don't have the knowledge. Yeah. So they 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 had. Floundering singles careers, and then they got put together. I think Dusty put them together, <laughs> and they just said, "We're going to make the best of it." Dusty was just one of the greatest minds Absolutely. of the industry, Absolutely. period, in and outside of the ring. All right, so that that is my tag team list. What do you think of my tag? That teams? is an awesome list. Not really surprised outside of the Hollywood Blondes. I'm not surprised with any of that, other than, but I guess. You don't see as many established tag teams out of Japan, right? You get more of the singles right. out of that, right? right? So, okay, that's that's that was my mistake. I was, Again, my I, I was thinking more more natural yes. natural teams, right? So that's where I can uh, I'll go honorable mention with the Rujo brothers. Sure, absolutely. So, that's you know great foils against the Hart Foundation exactly. and the British Bulldogs. Yes, exactly. you, you can't have good baby faces without great heels. Mm-hmm. And the Rougeos were right <laughs> in that oh, wheelhouse. Bastards! Oh, they were <laughs> bastards. And the, and the Mountie gimmick later on. Yes. Like oh my god, I hated that guy. Yeah, it was so <laughs> annoying. The cattle prod thing was stupid, but <laughs> yeah, six and one half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, my females. Females. All right, this one. Probably going to get into some names I'm not familiar right, with. This here. one is definitely Japanese heavy uh-huh. because there's not really a lot of North American talent that could stand up. Would stand up. Yeah. Okay. So my female ace is Manami Toyota. I've she, heard that name yeah. a bit. She is legendary in all Japan women wrestling. Okay. She was the pinnacle of. Female wrestling. So I'm like I'm just gonna rattle off my list here. Sure. All right. So Manami Toyota is my ace. Mm-hmm. Now I have Asuka. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Bull Nakano. Familiar with her. Yep. Yep. Aja Kong. Really? Yes. I've seen her. I've, like eight. She's done a little bit of work with AEW right. recently. Yeah. How long has she been around? Forever. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ayako Hamada. I don't know that one. Yeah, she she's the daughter of Grand Hamada. Uh, she w- was breaking out, and then she just got kind of lost in the shuffle, that kind of thing. She's incredibly technically sound. She's Current, really good. Or is she uh, older? older. Okay. Um, I want to say early nineties. Okay. So uh, Hikaru Shida. You're familiar with Hikaru I'm Shida? Very familiar with Shida. Yeah. Current AEW women's champion. Yes. Uh, now I have Kyoko Inoue. She is another one of the upper tier All Japan women. She's in that. Yeah. As soon as you mention All Japan, I'm out. I know nothing about yeah. All Japan. Yeah. All Japan I, women. I recognize a couple names yeah. here and there. No, but this is All Japan women. This is a completely separate company. Sure. Oh. Oh. Okay. They no. All Japan women is not associated with All Japan wrestling. Oh. This. 
Really? Joshi wrestling is completely separate from men wrestling, male wrestling. Yeah. I, so, you know, I, yeah, I've noticed that. Like, New Japan doesn't have nope. a women's division or. Nope. Now, New Japan is in a working relationship with, oh, what is the name? Stardom. Okay. So, New Japan, you, you actually had, I think it was the last Tokyo Dome on the pre show. You had your very first women's match. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. So that was like the first female women's match but in wasn't all, like, New Japan. Particularly like the, um, I don't know if it was still Wrestle Kingdom then, but particularly the, the New Year's event show, that was almost like a festival with multiple promo- promotions right. performing, right? Right. That's, that's when you're going to see that kind of right. thing. Okay. Right. Okay. And then to end my list, Mickey James. Really? Really. Wow. Yeah, very so cool. Mickey Mickey's been around okay. for a very long time. She has. And she's one of my faves. Yep. She's she's good. I'm just surprised to to see her before like a Trish or Alita for that matter. Uh, or the hell, even going back to like Mula. Like no? No. Wow. No. All right. Like, for There's I'm, obviously things that I didn't see, and I don't, I definitely did not have the more, if you want to call it, critical eye of right. wrestling back then when Mula and Richter and all of them, right. or right. even Attitude I'm, Era with yeah. Trish and Lita, I wasn't looking at it that way. Uh, so I'm going like with a lot of ability. Like Trish and Lita. They were finding the positions that they were in and with the stuff that they did. And I would not put their wrestling in that same category. Okay. Mickey, Mickey's at the bottom of my list. So, because I think she's got just enough skill there to be in that list. All right. That's why. All right. All right. So. I like it. The men's roster. The men's roster. The men's roster. Okay. My ace. Okay. Who do you think my ace is? Um, my mind wants to say Okada because I know how much you love Okada. But going old school. Let me. Okay. Is it Japanese? Yes. It is Japanese. It is okay. Japanese. So I'm thinking it's probably one of the, what you call the three pillars then. Oh yeah, yeah. Three, uh, the it, four pillars of heaven. Is it? Is it one of the four pillars? No, no. Okay, then I I don't have a. If it's not Okada, I don't know. It's Kazucho Okada. <laughs> See, I do know yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 it's undeniable. It's it's completely undeniable. Right. The guy so, is amazing in and out of the ring. Right. Um, his, his, his technique is flawless. Right. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Pause for one second. Cause we've talked about Jay White a few times. Yeah. Jay White is a great heel, but where we mentioned Okada best drop kick in the business period. Like, Oh, there's a lot of guys have great drop kicks. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, okay. It's just crystal. Something she wants to make, wants me to help her make with like wood building and stuff. Oh. Just a ladder thing to hang blankets. A baby. And that ship has sailed. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think. Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> no, there's definitely no. No, no, no. No. Nope. Grand, grand, grandbabies are fine because they can, can send them home. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, but uh, I put Okada's dropkick 
Uh, Hardcore Holly always had a great drop kick because they get that full body extension. And right. for a guy, their height, it just looks so right. great. There, there's a, okay. a dude from all Japan. His name is Doug Furnace. No. Yeah, Doug Furnace. I've heard the name. Yeah. He is a, a power lifter. Okay. He would whip you in, you would do the drop kick, and you would push off and you do a backflip. Really? For And he's a big dude. Wow. Yeah. So it's just like, whoa. So, Okada's dropkick in my mind is like a picture picture perfect dropkick. Yeah, if you okay. if you were to put, uh, if you were to look up dropkick in a dictionary, you would have a picture of Okada sure. like six feet in the air, horizontal. Yeah, and it would just be like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, in that vein of like a picture perfect move, Jay White has in my mind a picture perfect Uranagi. Oh, yeah? He does a perfect, like, a nice high-angle twist with it coming down. It just, it it's, the rock bottom looks like shit compared to Well, this. yeah. Okay? Uh, and he's not, and Jay White's not Samoan. Like, no. It's, this is, uh, to my, uh, is, is, is that a Samoan move originally? Like The Uranagi Japanese move. Ja- it is. Oh, I know that the name is, but was yeah. it developed by, I don't well, know. Well, okay, actually, uh, I, it might be a, a bastardization of an actual judo throw. Okay. So that's where that... But every match with Jay White I've seen during the G1 this year, he's he's getting it in there, and it is just picture perfect. Nice high angle with a full body extension twist on there. Beautiful. Fantastic stuff. All right. Okay. So Ace. Ace. Kazuchika Okada. Okay. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. All right. In in no particular order. Okay. Mitsuhara Masawa. That's a name I was... Not surprised. Yeah. I fully expect to see that name in here. Okay. Uh, Shinya Hashimoto. That's another one. Yep. And there's one more. I'm waiting for one more. Uh, Kawada. That one I'm not surprised either, but no, that's not the one. It's, okay. the, it's one that Brent throws out a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Nice. Nice. Yes. So that's fuck that, yes. Yep. <laughs> now, okay. Here's one that you might not might be a surprise for you. Hmm? Bruiser Brody. I'm not surprised. What I've heard of the man, one of the best big man to ever step in the ring. Right. Stan the Lariat Hansen. Again, not surprised. <laughs> Rick Flair. Mid South. For Prime Horseman. Okay. Yes. This is prime, yep. This is yes. Prime Horseman. This is the jet flying limousine riding. Absolutely. <laughs> Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. Son of a guy. Yep. <laughs> Since Another, Copeland was here, he could do the whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another Horseman. Uh-huh. Barry Windham. Really? Yes. Really? This is the Horseman that I picked. Flair, Wyndham, Arn, okay. and Tully. All right. That's my that's, and that's my the first introduction. That's the first group of horsemen that I was introduced to. Right. So you Wyndham was, was Ole Anderson was kicked out in favor of Barry Wyndham. Right. So. And uh, see, I had when I first for my first introduction to them, Wyndham had just fairly recently joined them. I think because yeah. I think they were still kind of treating them like. He wasn't the horseman. Right. He wasn't. They weren't sure about him just right. yet or something like that. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's how I'm picturing it. Yep. Uh, that's a surprise name, honestly. Barry Wyndham? Yeah. No, man. He was so good. See, my, uh, now my first, 
Now, timing wise, this is where I get, I get confused because I, I think my first actual introduction to Wyndham, not the Horseman, to Wyndham was him and Rotundo as a tag team yep. in, in uh, WWF. Yes, in they the, were the Dream what? Team. Yes. So, no, no Dream Team was uh, that was Beefcake Adrian and, Adonis and no, it was Valentine Bruce. and Beefcake. With oh, that's Fred, right. with yeah, Freddie yeah, Blassie yeah, as that's their right. manager. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I, I, what, did, were they? did did they even have a tag team name? I think they were just Wyndham and Rotundo. They might have been just Wyndham and Rotunda. Yeah. I just remember them going at it with the Dream Team. I yep. think at Mania. Yep. I think the first Mania. Yep. Okay. Tetsuya Naito. Can't deny that. Can't one. deny. Sorry. In here, here's my Lij. So we go <laughs> Naito, Sonata, and Hiromu. Oh fuck yes. That's the, the and Shingo's on the list as well. He's a little bit farther I, down because I forgot Shingo to put <laughs> Shingo on there. I was like, oh shit! So, you, kicked, you, you did kick Evil out though. I did kick Evil out. And Bastard. I, yeah, I kicked uh, <laughs> uh, Bushi out as well. Uh, yeah, I'm not sold on Bushi. Nah. Hey, somebody and, like somebody's yeah. got kid brothers. Got to be like, hey, take your brother. That's what it feels like. Oh. I, I just get a kick out of listening to Rocky Romero. Just shit on him <laughs> constantly. <laughs> uh, okay, so you have one faction. Mm-hmm. I have to have the other faction. Okay, Suzuki Suzuki Goon. I have Minoru Suzuki and Zack Saber Junior. Just the just those just two? those two. All right. Now, slightly surprised that I'm not catching archer's name in there but maybe just he hasn't proved himself just yet when you when you listen to the the rest of this list you'll okay. understand why archer didn't make the cut okay right. uh josh barnett not surprised no. <laughs> especially <laughs> after just hearing suzuki right uh now he, do you put him in suzuki again? uh no no he he's uh he would be independent he would be fighting okay uh, a lot he would right. be going up against Suzuki Goon okay uh AJ Styles not surprised uh, he's the phenomenal one for a reason right Daniel Bryan again not surprised i am almost tempted to make Ameri- him american dragon in this really? roh so right now with what you have there which daniel bryan then i am going to say American Dragon. All right. Daniel Bryan. Okay. Brian Danielson. We, yeah, we, we should be clear. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Yes. Yeah. So that's for, the thing. For the people not in the know, Brian Danielson is Daniel Bryan. Right. Okay. All right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not surprised. No. But you already have him in the tag team division. Um. Okay. Yeah. I did not specify no. about. You, and you said I could go through any time period. I know, but now so we're worried about Hollywood, time, Hollywood, worried Hollywood about time blondes, paradox. Hollywood blondes predates Stone Cold Steve I Austin. I know, but time paradox, having them in the same room together could be dangerous. As long as they don't reality. touch. As long as they don't touch. All right, so we're never going to see them in a match we'll together. We'll never see them in a match They together. have separate locker rooms on they, the other side of the building. They will cut promos the fuck out of each other. <laughs> But they won't touch. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, we got to be so, careful of that, yeah, though. So okay. they're, they're Strict rules. Things. Strict rules. Strong social distancing. Strong, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two dudes with a sheet of plexiglass walking in between them. No, oh, don't touch. Uh, okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. The Rock. Really? I have The Rock. I, I am surprised. I am surprised. There's no denying his effect on the business. Right. There's no denying that whatsoever. But I'm surprised that 
your eyes would see. Uh, my eyes yeah. see the rock drawing the money. Okay, you're just go, you're doing you're just getting the most electrifying man. Whether yeah. his work the work in the ring is as strong as Dude, whatever. All he has to do is stand on the stage, cut promos, and people coming into the building all throwing right. wads of cash at gotcha. everybody. Yep. Absolutely. So absolutely. Dusty Rhodes. I'm surprised he hasn't come up sooner. <laughs> this is like especially since you already mentioned flair yeah you, you, when you mentioned flair go, just going off your tag team trend yeah. you go flair you got dusty oh absolutely or and ricky the dragon like right <laughs> uh okay shingo takagi to finish off my lij list all right uh tomohiro ishii nice in my like i really feel like he's underrated but I can, uh, but I am okay. seeing like you, you, you think he's underrated. You just got to look at who's above him to realize, okay, that guy's real good, but these guys are even that, better. That's true. That's so, true. He's not underrated. He's just outshined. Yeah. He, so. I, I, I'm feeling like he needs just that little something. He needs, he needs a big win he's, over somebody. He's reached like a, he's at a plateau that yeah. he just needs to break through. But that, but that's, that's the, the the beauty of New Japan. Some guys are going to reach a plateau, and they will never, no matter what, manage to get through that plateau. Do you think Ishii will? <sighs> It's hard to say. I want him to so bad. Well, that's like, okay, when Yoshihashi finally won a belt. Yeah. Like, he, he, he failed constantly. He just could not reach that next level. And then when he finally did, people were throwing babies in the air, and there was like <laughs> tears, and everybody was like, oh, it was crazy. Because they thought, he did it. He finally did it. They, they actually had... Uh, an interview with a Japanese girl who was Yoshihashi's biggest fan, like literally the president of the Yoshihashi <laughs> fan club. She was melting down. She could not have been more excited, more happy that Yoshihashi, finally, I think it was like he won the Never Belt. Yep. And they're going like, yeah, he's, last year, wasn't it? He's never going to go any farther than the Never Belt, but he got, he did it. But he did he it. Tasted gold. Yeah. So, uh, Tomohiro Ishii is where he's at. Okay. Now, Will Osprey. Not surprised. Right. Which version? Are you still going Aerial Assassin? Or are you going like current, current um, a little more grounded? I'm going to go Ariel Assassin okay. because he that was his prime. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's when physics really didn't matter to him. Right. So his... there I have enough lightweights in this or I can okay. I can play with... Oh, you got Hiromu, I've heard so right. far. That fits that bill perfectly. Right. I'm not sure who else of the previous uh, would fill that. Zack Sabre Jr. can be True, considered yeah. a, a, yeah, a junior. Uh, AJ. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan, yep, they okay. could. Wow, you they're got some the great matchups team. there, isn't it? Though, yes, so yes. Uh, Kenta Kobashi. That's, that's the name that's I've been waiting for. You're waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name I Brent was probably waiting oh, for. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So when when if, I when if, I, if Brent. Or when Brent listens to this, because I know he will because of this topic, yeah. he's probably Where's Kabashi? Yeah. Where's no, Kabashi? I, I was I was when I was doing my list, I was just like 
just banging stuff out. And I said, I, I, I got down to like, I did the LIJ and I was like, I'm missing somebody. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know who I'm missing, but I know I'm missing somebody. Then I got down here and went, oh, shit. Yeah, see, that's exactly right. what happens when I do my top ten list yeah. <laughs> on Madhouse. <laughs> and then when, when we listen, when we when we do it, and somebody brings up something, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, how did I forget that one? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's here's a name you probably won't know. Okay. His name is Koji Kanemoto. Yeah, you're right. Now, he's a, he's a, a, a New Japan junior heavyweight, just a fucking badass. Okay, what what? Or what time? Uh, early nineties. Okay. Um, Liger, uh, Samurai. El Samurai. I always age. forget that New Japan has been around that long. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I said forever. Uh-huh. Uh All right. Koji Kanemoto leads me to Big Van Vader. Great big man. Yep. Great big man. And then this is New Japan. No. WCW, he's just leaving New Japan, coming into WCW. Okay. Where he had his... That big mask. Monster heel. Yeah, and he had that big mask that right. shot flames. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. So he, he became the monster heel. This is the Vader that ripped Mick Foley's ear off. Right. Got it. That, that's the, <laughs> that's the, the, the generation I'm thinking here. Okay. Uh, Shibata. All right. Again, that's the name that I'm not entirely surprised by. No. William Regal. Really not surprised there. No. Given his history and uh, one of the most underrated wrestlers, yes, honestly. Absolutely. Well, he was his own worst enemy for the longest time. Okay. So he would he would get a modicum of progress and then drug and alcohol take him out. That's what I've always heard. Right. And then and he would he would build himself back up and then he would short circuit his But career. he did have that great second life as that long running GM position, yes. commissioner position, whatever yes. you call it. So, you know, because he's a great character. Absolutely. Absolutely. In, in, the, well, in the ring, he was he was great as well. One of the best tacticians of a absolutely. That, uh, one of the guys that Daniel Bryan Looked at as a mentor. Okay, so that should tell you. Oh yeah, the the level of respect there. My last guy on the list. All right. Do you have a guess? Of you, you've listened to my list. Uh huh. My my one last guy. Japanese or no? Um. Obviously, it's a name I know. It's a name you know. Okay. Um. Uh, he has had some success in Japan, but he's a, a North American. A North American wrestler with yeah. some success in Japan. You're not as much of a fan. My Off the bat, my... Ooh. There is a name that I'm really kind of surprised that's not on that list. So I've got two names in mind. Okay. And I don't think it's going to be either one because it just one of them in particular. I don't think you're a fan of. Period. We okay. had this discussion. Who's who's the one that you are? I'm sure it's not Omega. That's correct. Okay, but that's the, like one of the first names that yeah. came to mind. Jericho. No. Really. Really. No. But but somebody very close to Chris Jericho. Very close to Chris Jericho. Dean Malenko. Really? Yes. Wow. 
Yeah, I would not have seen that. Yeah. Would not have seen that coming. Dean Malenko is so... That last spot... Just so you know. Yeah. (laughs) That last spot, it was... It was Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, okay. All like in. So I have to ask then, because Jericho is legendary. Like, yes. There's no denying they're celebrating his 30 years. Yes. Okay. Why? Why doesn't he make your list? What is he? What was he missing for you to bring him into that list? There was just something about his his wrestling okay. that I didn't I didn't feel was. You look at this list, and you go like, every one of these guys, okay, minus The Rock, is super talented, super skilled wrestling, mm-hmm. right? Like, I look at this list as a more of a sport, right? That's definitely obvious. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. This is a sport. Yes. You're definitely Sense. going for a New Japan style right. of vibe right. with this with this roster. Right. Absolutely, I Jericho is good. I just don't. I just didn't not think good he enough. Was good enough in your mind. Right. Okay, but not that's understandable. Now, like, they, they, that, yeah. that's your that's your view. Okay, for my miscellaneous, okay. I'm going with uh, announcers, valets, managers, okay. that kind of thing. Okay, this this is going to be off the top of my head. Okay. So announcers, my announce team is going to be Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my ring announcer will be uh Mean Gene. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you're uh, not losing with Mean Gene or Fink for that matter, no, honestly. I like you see yeah, yeah it's, how do you pick? Right, really? right. Uh, okay. Um, but Mean Gene is just... But Mean Gene wasn't a ring announcer, was he? Yes, he was. Was he? I remember him well, doing the interviews. He, oh, he did, did interviews, but he also announcer. did... Finkel did, was always the ring announcer that I recall. Yeah, but he also did... Okay. Yeah, he right. did He did some the the ring announcing, but he did also... He transitioned to backstage interview. Okay, all right. So... Um, there's who another another announcer. Um, uh, Gordon Soley. I've always heard the name, but I'm not familiar with his yeah, work. Old so. school, yes. old old school guy. Exactly. Uh, Gordon Soley. Uh, so we got Gordon Soley, Gurl Monsoon, Bobby Heenan. Okay. Um, Okay, we'll we'll do Fink as ring announce. Okay, we'll do uh, Mean Gene as backstage interview. Okay, valets and managers. Um, Give me three managers, three managers, and two valets. All right, uh, and who would you want to put them with? Well, okay, valet. I am Miss Elizabeth. Iconic. Yes. Um, I put her with Flair. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, well, I don't have I don't have Hogan or Macho on my list. I know. So I, I, have, know. To, I have to put her with somebody near the and, top. Or, or Luger. Or, yeah, or, well, <laughs> Luger was never going to be anywhere on my list anyways. Yeah, um, the man who killed her and all, but allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so, okay. 
Miss Elizabeth Valley. Tough one. Yeah. Um, Trish as a valet. Trish as a valet? Trish as a valet. All right. And last valet. I kind of expected to hear maybe Sunny in there, but all right. Mm. Okay. All yeah. right. I'm going to go uh, Francine from ECW. Oh, all right. All right. So there's my three three valets. Okay. Managers. And who do you put her with? Francine? Yeah. Um. I'm going to put her... I think you need somebody with attitude. Somebody who's, you know, just out to kick ass. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to stick her with Barnett. Uh, ah, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll stick her with Barnett. Okay. Oh, and uh, you said Miss Elizabeth with Flair and... Who was the other one? Oh, Sorry. Trish. Trish. Who would you Trish put? goes with... That definitely seems like a face kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put Trish with Piper. Really? Yeah. Really? Because I want to see her in a kill. <laughs> <laughs> she does one wrong thing. He whacks her with a coconut. Yeah, right. right. Got yeah. it. <laughs> problem solved. Uh, okay. Managers. Managers. I'll be, I'll be sad if there's one name that does not come up. Jim Cornette. Okay, not a surprise. Uh, J.J. Dillon. Sure. Okay, Cornet obviously, will have the Midnight Express. Right. Would he have anybody else in his pocket? Well, um, oh, wow. Okay. I'm just trying to think of Or is he just strictly Midnight? He's going to be with Midnight. He, well, he had, a, um, he had a stable other than the Midnight. He did? Yeah. I don't. Remember yeah. too many. He like he would have one or two guys. Like he okay. was with Big Bubba Rogers. Was with okay, yeah, the heavenly bodies. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's ways we can okay. work that in there. All right. So okay, Cornette, JJ Dillon, obviously Dillon Horseman, obviously. Right. Um, again, that's my first iteration. Right. Dylan was managing at that point. So now, see, I stuck Bobby Heenan in, a, in an announced position. That kind of screws me as. You're right. You're right, because that was the name that I wanted to see. But if you put right. him as an announcer. But the announce team of Gorilla and Bobby, so good. Yes. But he was a f- incredible manager. Oh, the, the Heenan family is iconic. Yeah. Like, you on, honestly, I can have him do both, because they'll just do voiceover. At sure. Tape. So Heenan. Or here's an idea. Just floating this out there. When Heenan is needed to work. Slip JR in there. Oh, yeah. JR fills in for Heenan on the announce desk when Heenan has to work. That might work. There we go. That, that could work. You know, you lose a little bit of the color, right. but. Right. Sure. So. Okay. Now, who do you put with Heenan? Oh. Because that, you got a deep well there. Yeah. You got such a deep well there. Heenan can, can make anybody gold. I, you know, what would be. It would be so fun to put Heenan with um, oh, William Regal. Oh my God! Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the yes, team right there. Please. Yeah, Bobby Heenan managing William Regal. Yes, please. Yeah, 
That's that's the team. That's that. Yes, that's yeah. that's the, the new Heenan. The right. beginnings of the new Heenan family. All right. Referees: um, Brian Hildebrandt, Tommy Rogers. Uh, uh, no Hebners. Nah, Hebners oh, played out. What's uh, Patrick? Nick Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Patrick. He Nick Patrick would be in there. Maybe little Nate. <laughs> um, he's, he's he's a package with yeah, flair, kind of, so. sort of, yeah. yeah. So that's that's my list. That that's my list. It's a few surprises, a few obvious options, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, it, I, I really enjoy this. Uh, I I do. I want you to hold on to that. Yeah. Um, oh, I got. I'd it. like so you to start nice. plotting, like a. St- some storylines leading to like a major pay-per-view kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the, if you, if you want, um, maybe a six month build. Okay. Leading to a big pay-per-view. Now event. are we, do I have TV that I have to write as well? Or am I just, um, well, yeah, that's how your stories are going to play out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, without having TV, you know, house shows and all, but you want the exposure. Right. So, yes, there will be TV. We'll say, are you comfortable one show a week or do you, or do go you want one, two yeah. to be able to flesh it out more? I'll go, well. No brand extension bullshit, no. none of that. I will, I will, um, I'll start with one show. Okay. If I have to expand it to okay. a second show. All right. I'll do that. Okay. And then I'll go, uh, if you feel like you need six, like lo- longer than six months to build right. the kind of story you want, absolutely. Okay. Do your thing. But also, sh- like, bi monthly uh, pay per views, or you want a monthly pay per view? Let's go with one monthly. One, one monthly and one weekly show for now. Okay. Okay. If you need more TV to flesh that out, go ahead. But one monthly with some lower rent. Yep. Kind of, you know, in your house, t- yeah. you know, level, okay. you know. But All right. Then, you okay? That sounds sounds like a plan. All right. Between this plotting. This keep your wrestling juices flowing. Yeah. So between plotting time machine wrestling and the D and D adventure, it's going to be, uh, and if, and I will also say if you need to adjust your roster, surprise entrance, you know, somebody drops out for whatever reason, yep. feel free. Maybe try to work that into the story. If you can. All right. I can do that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know how well this is going to play with the audience, but uh, it's going to be fun for us. We'll, so. we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try it once, see what happens. Sure. And then we can, uh, adjust it's from just, there. Again, your knowledge of wrestling history. Again, Uh-oh. it's, it comes from having been in the business, right? We're not that good. You know, a lot more than me. No. So there we had this discussion, yeah, I had this discussion with my brother and said nobody nobody liked any of the, the Chatham crew because we didn't we didn't know what wrestling was. Okay. So that's why we our careers were as shitty as they were. But still you guys you I from what I'm gathering from this, you studied the oh, yeah. you studied the history. When okay, when so I, you knew how to, you know, right take from the hist right. you, you you can't get to here without what came there right. and you know that sort of thing uh, there's so. a lot a lot of people have forgotten the past yes and, and that's probably why a lot of the, the what you don't like about wrestling nowadays is because they don't 
look at the past. Exactly. That's They've exactly just taken right. it to a different, in a different direction entirely so that what once was is no longer, nope. nowhere to be found now. Yep. So. But that's the way it is. So. Different animal. We're going to have to get out of here, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've uh, got a lot of time All right. on here. Okay. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I look forward to making this. I'm going to point out, not once did we talk about the debate. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> hey, there was a debate. Trump was an idiot. Biden eh. didn't get to say much, Biden, uh, except Biden. for the line of the night of "Will you shut up, man?" Uh, that's becoming. They, a they were now. both both jackasses on there. Yeah, well, like, and again, SNL opened with that. Jim Carrey as Biden. Yeah, played him like he's like got has anger management issues and he's like <laughs> ready to snap. Trump's ready to push him over the edge at any time. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> oh yeah it was that that yeah we'll we'll talk about the debate because we'll get back to it we'll get back to it so thank you for stopping by the three notes podcast this is this pff, thank you for stopping by the three notes podcast this week this has been mike and jason we will talk with you next week Bye-bye. Bye. game over man game over this has been the three nose podcast thank you for listening you're still here it's over go home Y'all come back now, yeah.